I'm a divorced single dad, father of five kids. It can be tough raising kids today. Believe me, there are high times and low times. It comes with the territory. But in all my years of parenting, I try to give some good advice. Advice to those parents who are out there willing to listen. My name is Price Van Ray, and welcome to my show. Today, we're going to be talking about childhood boredom. This is going to be a two-part series. But first, I want to congratulate all the new parents out there. Boy, are you in for the time of your life. This is an exciting time and a great adventure, so cherish every moment. Now on with the show. So when it comes to childhood boredom, I mean, we all have kids. And kids can always get bored at the weirdest time, of course. But for those who don't have kids and want to know what to expect or what to do, this, this show's for you as well. So we're going to talk about when your child is bored, part one, of course, things we can help your child with. So I'm sure all of us at one time or another, we have played games as a child. If you can think back all the way back when you were a child, say, what did I do when I was bored? Well, I'm going to tell you there's lots of things I am sure that you did and you can remember and those experiences you can bring right up to present day to your child, of course, because we are like an encyclopedia of great memories, especially our childhood, especially when you think back and say, what did I do? We did a lot of things. I'll give you an example. As a kid, I'm sure everybody must have played hopscotch. That's right. Does Do you remember hopscotch? Well, you make squares on the sidewalk with chalk and you throw a little object in one of them and try to skip that square while hopping hopscotch. I remember playing that with my my sister and a bunch of my friends. It was was a fun game. Everybody played it. And I'm sure if your child gets bored, your child will play it too. And you can sit there and almost relive your childhood through your child's eyes. And you'll smile. Because you'll say, I used to play this when I was a kid. And you'll see how happy your child is when they play this. But like I said, with hopscotch, You have to draw little squares on the sidewalk. But I remember my children when they were born. I have five of them. But my three girls, they would sit and they would draw with chalk on the driveway. I mean, they'd come up with these extraordinary pictures. Dinosaurs with wings, worms wearing boots, mountains made of ice cream, clouds that were marshmallows. It was amazing. And you know what? I'd leave it there until it rains. But the funny thing is, everybody in the neighborhood would walk by and they'd say, who drew these strange pictures? But of course, they had a smile on their face because they were amazed that kids were drawing with chalk in the driveway. Do you know, after that, a lot of the children drew pictures in their driveway? It was like a neighborhood of murals. And kids, I tell you, they love They absolutely love drawing pictures. It's just something that kids love to do. It's really amazing because kids are filled with so much things inside, especially their imagination. You know what else your child can do when they're bored? They can write a story. That's right. Do you know a child's mind is fascinating? It's like a sponge of creativity. If your child can write a story on a piece of paper or a computer if they have access to it. That's something they can save forever and look back on. These stories are 
more than any treasure anybody could have. Because you know why? Because it captures a moment in time. A moment in time when they were being creative, when they were born. And they can look back and say, wow, what a great story. You know, my children, I used to take them to the library with me because I write children's books. And when I was writing my books, my son, I kept all his stories. He'd sit there and write a one-page story, and I took pictures of him doing it. It was pretty amazing. He looks back now and says, wow, Dad, I can't believe I wrote that. I can't believe I was that small because right now he's so tall. He's almost as tall as me. He's 16. Very good kid. But of course, there was a time in his life when he was bored. You can also do puzzles. Tell, yeah, that's right. Tell your child if you're bored, if you're into it, do a puzzle. I mean, I'm not talking about a thousand piece puzzle or a 500 piece puzzle. But believe me, there are a lot of puzzles kids can do. Small puzzles, maybe a hundred pieces. And that gets them really in the mind swing of not only creativity, but putting things together. Problem solving, hand-eye coordination. It's very cool. And your child can also play dress up. You'd be surprised, children love to dress up in their parents' clothes. Their mom's clothes or their dad's clothes, they just love it. And I remember when I was a child, my dad had a closet full of shoes hanging up on the wall. And when he wasn't looking, I would put my feet in his shoes and think, wow, look at me, I'm my dad. And I'd walk around with my arms folded, chest puffed out, head up high, smile on my face, eyes slightly closed, thinking, I'm the king, I'm the daddy now. Of course, when he came walking through the door, I'd run back and put all his clothes back. But I mean, what a great memory and a great experience and a great moment in a childhood when a child can actually sit there and play dress up. I mean, they may not want to dress up as you. They may want to dress up as, I don't know, a cowboy. They may want to dress up as something else like a doctor, a fireman, policeman, nurse. I mean, there's so many things they can do. Plus, they can also use their imagination like a blanket, dress up as a superhero, (laughs) flying off a building using the bed as their perch for flight. That's right. Another thing kids can do when they're bored, you might want to think about something very simple. We've all, I am so positive we've all done this. You can blow bubbles. That's right, blow bubbles. Kids love, for some reason, they're fascinated by these bubbles that come out of this tiny little plastic thing or metal and these round air light bubbles that just float and are taken with the wind and you look very closely these colors shimmer all over it but you can watch them as they float up to the sky and then pop it's just fascinating children find that fascinating i as a child i've always found something like that very fascinating and you blow more bubbles and now i mean they have things where you can Fan your arms while you're making bubbles, and you can make thousands of them at a time. (laughs) Oh my God, it's amazing what these kids can do. And sometimes, when they're bored, if you have a pet, like a dog, tell your child to walk a dog. Walk the family pet. Get some bonding time. Kids love to walk, and for some reason, kids love animals. It's something inside of all of us. We just want to nurture and care and love a tiny little animal. And you know what? 
animals will love you right back. You walk a dog, you spend time with that dog. Oh, what an amazing thing. Because dogs need love. I've heard people, they've been able to walk a cat. Walking a cat can be amazing too. I mean, but you have to get the right cat. Not all cats are going to walk on a leash. Maybe they'll walk by you. I don't know. My cat, I, I have two cats and I, it's hard for my cats to walk with me, especially in the neighborhood. They'd probably just run right away. Yeah, I, I have indoor cats. Another thing your child can do, they can read a book. When I was growing up, there was a saying, reading is fundamental. And reading is good. It's, it's creative. When a child reads a book, they not only learn words, they not only learn to read, but their imagination. That's one thing I just love to say. The imagination is incredible. If you can imagine something just from mere words, creating a whole world inside your imagination, a whole universe, it's, it's, I've always found that myself fascinating. I, I don't know how anybody cannot find that fascinating. But when you read and you read all these books, they have a lot of books out there. I mean, there's millions. I, I was about to say, I was about to say thousands of books, but you know what? Fact is, there's millions. So many books, it's unbelievable. And you know what that means? A million opportunities for your child not to be bored. <laughs> That's right. I remember as a child, me and my sister, we would hop on our bikes and we'd go down to a little creek and we would search for cool rocks and salamanders. You know, I don't know if kids do that today, but me and my sister did that. That was so much fun just to look for rocks. I remember we would find salamanders and you know what? I think it was polywogs, these these tiny, I don't even know what, they're amphibious, I'm not sure what they are, but I do know one thing, we'd bring them back, these little, tiny little polywogs, maybe half the size of our, our pinky now, and we'd bring them back in a, in, in a cup, I don't, I don't know how we could, how we rode our bikes all the way back home from that creek without spilling a drop, boy, the amazing things kids can do, and my, my, my mom would take the polywag and say, oh, that's fascinating. You got that at the creek, huh? I said, yeah. My mom would actually fill up the tub with a little bit of water so the polywogs could be in it. And we would watch them grow. And they turn into frogs. They turn right into frogs. It was the most amazing things. I mean, these are memories that you can have with your child. And those memories, like I say, they'll last a lifetime. I mean, a lifetime is a very long time, and your child will have those memories too. But that's one memory I will never forget, the polywogs and going to the creek with my sister. Just spending time and knowing that your mom cares and your dad cares about what you're doing, and they want to be active in your life and say, hey, this is really, really amazing what you did. Very amazing. It's special. So I remember putting the polywogs back when they got older, saying our goodbyes to our tiny little friends. Something like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. And other things you can do when you're bored. When your child is bored, you can have a picnic. Tell your child, I mean, if they don't have a picnic with you, they can have a picnic themselves. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think I do remember having a picnic with my younger sister. Again, we took our bikes. <laughs> we took our bikes to the park. Back then we had picnic baskets, so my mom made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and and we had canteens of, of water. <laughs> it was fun, me and my sister. Having a picnic can be an amazing thing. Because you know why? After you have a picnic, you can always relax. 
you can lay down in the park, look at the clouds, and you can imagine pictures in the clouds. I mean, again, that's your imagination. You can do so many things when you're bored. But I'm, I don't think kids know exactly what to do. They need a little nudge. They need a little nudge. Sort of like, you know, we, we all know when birds have little babies in their nests and the birds get their wings and they're a little bit afraid to jump out of the nest. Well, every now and then the mother bird has to nudge the, <laughs> nudge the tiny little bird out the nest so it can spread its wings and explore and do things. And when she does, hopefully the bird flies and sees so many more things. It can do so many more things than it did when it was in the nest. And that's what you want for your child. You want them to explore. You want them to do more. You want them to use their creativity. And you should tell your child, there's no reason why you should be bored, honey. Because there's so much to do in the world. This is a huge world. So big. Why are you bored, honey? Are you bored? Make a painting. You know, tell a child. You can make a painting if you have paint. If you're lucky enough to have some paint around the house, make a picture, make a painting. Maybe even if you have a fence, paint the fence. <laughs> That's right. Or, you know, if you get some rocks, if you go to the go to the creek, you can paint some rocks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's something. I didn't do it when I was a little kid, but I know they do that now. You can paint a rock and put a smiley face on it or make a picture out of a rock. Get a nice, round, smooth rock. Get some art brushes and, you know, tell your child, hey, have some fun. And if they don't want to paint rocks, there's always board games. I mean, board games have been around since the beginning of time, it seems like. I mean, okay, maybe not since the beginning of time, maybe not like a million years, but I'm sure there have been games like board games. And when I was growing up, there was a lot of board games. I'd play checkers with my dad. I don't know if people play checkers anymore. I really don't. You know, I play chess with my kids, but there's other board games. So many board games, and you can get them secondhand or cheap or, you know, at the city dump. Some places have like like a swap shop where you people donate stuff and you can just browse around and you can get stuff. It's pretty amazing the great things you can do today. Board games, they can be fun. You can always tell your child if you're really bored, you can look at some old pictures. When you were born, when you were a kid, or when I was, you know, you know when I was a kid. You know, parents, I'm sure parents have old pictures of themselves or the grandparents. Who doesn't love looking at pictures? Looking at what people wore back then, laughing at the hairstyles. Mom, Dad, you actually had a hair like that? Are you serious? <laughs> and the things they wore. My dad, he used to wear suspenders. I don't know if they wore suspenders today, but I'd say, Dad, you wore suspenders? Dad, you had a part in your hair on this side? Wow, Dad, you had sideburns? <laughs> I mean, those are all the things I remember telling my parents. Looking at old pictures can be fun. And then, you know, when I was a kid, a lot of the pictures my parents took were in black and white. There was no color. So it's amazing to see what black and white pictures really look like. And they're a little bit different. For some reason, they just have some kind of a vintage look. And you can explain to your child, hey, you know, when we were kids, we had cameras that had actual film in it. <laughs> That's right. I don't think kids know what film is today. Because everything's digital. And you know, when I was growing up, we, we had film. I'm thinking about it now. Do they even sell film anymore? 
do they sell film? I'm not even sure. But it's pretty amazing because everything's now is on computers. Everything's digital. It's amazing. You can get your pictures instantly. Put them on a computer back then. We had to put them on, on paper. So I'm, I'm, I'm even saying to myself, if you show your child paper pictures, your child will probably say, you mean they're not on computers? <laughs> they're not digital? What is this? This is like back in caveman time. <laughs> I'm sure they might say something like that. And you just have to explain to them, listen, when we were kids, these are how pictures were taken. And they'll laugh and, and they'll probably understand. I don't see this too often. But kids do still have lemonade stands. I remember driving home over the summer and a kid had a lemonade stand. He was outside selling lemonade. I made it a point to stop by and buy his lemonade. I think he was selling it for 25 cents a cup, but you know what? I gave him a dollar. I said, this is the best lemonade I had. It it, it actually was really good (laughs) because it was very hot and I was so thirsty. But I bought bought a cup of lemonade for a dollar and then I said, give me two more Two more cups, they're so good. And I gave him a dollar for each cup because he was so, so creative. And he was out there, he was a go-getter. And I said, I'm I'm giving this kid some. He's going to make some money off me. (laughs) That's right. But that lemonade, I'm not going to lie, that lemonade was delicious. It was cold, it was lemony, and it was great. (laughs) And you know, your child can have a lemonade stand. And lemonade stands, when I was a kid, you'd see them all over because kids just wanted to when they were bored, their parents would go inside and they'd make the lemonade for them. And they'd say, hey, go outside and, and sell this. They'd have a little table and a chair and make a little sign, lemonade, and sit there. People drink it. People buy it. People love lemonade. I'm in the mood for lemonade right now. I'm so thinking about it, I'm like getting thirsty. I'm like, boy, I could go for a, I could go for a glass of lemonade. <laughs> but yeah, if your child's bored, tell them to make a lemonade stand and help your child do that. You know what you don't see a lot of nowadays? What I don't see a lot? Time capsules. If your child made a time capsule, that would be pretty amazing. You know, you tell your child, hey, we're going to get something and we're going we're gonna to get a, get a big box or something and put something in it. And in 50 years, you guys can open it up and look back. Little time capsule, little memories. And put some thought into it. Say, this is what I want in this time capsule. And, you know, Kids, kids would love that. I'm thinking, where do you even get a time capsule? But you can be creative. You can make a time capsule. Do it yourself. Pretty amazing. Kids are pretty creative. And they'd love it. I wonder what they'd put in a time capsule today. I'm wondering what kids would put in maybe their favorite rock. <laughs> favorite necklace. A picture. But it would be something great. Another thing kids love to do, they love to have staring contests. When you're bored, tell your child that want to have a staring contest, see who blinks first. <laughs> or, you know, you can blink all you want, but see who cracks a smile. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't know how many kids could win that because kids are pretty happy. They're, they're not miserable, so they're always going to... They, kids will want to smile. They love to smile. It's just something in them. It's like a flower that wants to grow. You can't stop a flower from growing. You can't stop a, wat, a waterfall from running, from falling. <laughs> you know, if you see a waterfall, that, that water is going to go right over the edge and it's going to go down. There's no way to stop it. There isn't. You drop a baseball from a great height, 
it's going to keep going down. You can't stop it, and you cannot stop a smile on a child because a child, they just love to be happy. They always want to smile. They're just happy kids, very happy. So you have a staring contest, you say. I, I think you'll smile before I do because your smiles, a child's smiles is a whole lot bigger than anybody else's. It brightens up the day. If a smile was like the sun, we wouldn't even need the sun because a, a smile, a child's smile would brighten everything up. You'd see everything. <laughs> That's right, you would. Kids like to bake too. They like to bake cookies, cakes, cupcakes. They like to bake a lot of things. Tell your child, hey, you bored? Let's bake something. We can bake something. Everybody loves to bake. And not only that, you're teaching your child how to cook. And kids need to know how to cook when they're older. That's right. You may not be around forever. You know why? Because your child's going to move. They're going to move away. And you're going to say, hey, want to make some cookies? Show me how to make some cookies. Well, I showed you when you were a kid. You know how to make cookies. <laughs> you know how to make a cake. Follow the directions. You can do it. I have faith in you. That's right. I wonder if kids still make paper airplanes. When I was a kid, we used to make paper airplanes. We used to draw on the airplanes. Our imaginations, we'd, we'd think they were jets and we'd fly them through the air. There's different things you could do. You can bend some of the tail fins you can bend the front. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing what you can do with paper airplanes. And when your child is bored, tell them, make a paper airplane. Fly it. See how far it goes. See if you can make an airplane that can go for miles. <laughs> I don't know if they'll go for miles, but kids do love paper airplanes. That's one thing they do. You know what else they like to do? Kids like to watch movies. You might want to take your child to the movies. So you're bored. Let's go see a movie. What's playing? Do you know what's playing? <laughs> There's a lot of movies nowadays that are playing and everybody's going to the movies because they love them. Movies are entertaining. They'll keep you occupied and it also helps with your imagination. So these are some of the things you can do when you're bored. It's a, it's a part one, childhood boredom. We're going to do part two next. But I hope you enjoyed this. And you know what? I want to thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new podcast is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your family and friends. I hope that you're leaving with some great things that make you think. Remember, this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised. So don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. Before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever, Dad. See you next time here on Forever Dad.